This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Texting privacy policy in terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting and rules for occurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. My first grader was behind in reading, and this program has made a huge difference. She's now reading above grade level. I use it for my kids' nightly reading for school. We love it, and it's super easy and quick to do. My kid, who just turned four years old and has been using the program since January of this year, can now read read. Thank you so much, Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just $1. Text the word KID to 323232 right now. It's fast and easy. Text KID to 323232 and teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. Text the word KID to 323232. Text KID to 323232. CannabisRadio.com proudly presents Grassroots Marketing. Each episode curates thought-provoking dialogue with an exclusive class of thought leaders who will offer high-end roundtable business strategies and solutions that seek to prune and harvest great ideas in each 30-minute episode. Thought leaders in the cannabis industry convene here to share some of their best practices and protocols. Let's chart the growth of this burgeoning industry, one of the world's premier cash crops, right now on Grassroots Marketing. Welcome to Grassroots Marketing and our special coverage of the MJ Business Conference or MJ BizCon being held in Las Vegas Tuesday, October the 19th through Friday, the October the 22nd, Las Vegas Convention Center. You can learn more at mjbizconference.com, mjbizconference.com. Joining me right now, we'll be part of the event. On site, you can meet the team from SC Labs. We're joining right now with, the, with Josh Werzer. And Alec Dixon, President and Director of Client Relations, respectively, at SC Labs. Thank you, gentlemen, for joining us. Thank you for having us. My pleasure. So now before we get started, I want to again let listeners know that we actually got a chance to speak with co-founder and CEO Jeff Gray from SC Labs on our Plant Profits series, which was back in August 2020. Make sure to go ahead and check out our comprehensive interview, our profile leadership with Jeff Gray on Plant Profits. We haven't had a chance to talk about some of the news announcements being made this year by SC Labs. Notably, you've launched Phytofax, which is to provide advanced chemometrics reporting that will redefine how we shop for cannabis. So clients testing cannabis through the lab will now have access to this reporting format and algorithm, providing a visual profile of each strain's chemical makeup. And you're looking to lead the conversation away from the indica and sativa or the THC potency race and begin defining cannabis through its chemometric strain characterizations. First of all, let me ask you why you feel like you want to go ahead and take the indica sativa discussion and how it's, you know, especially when you see people that are doing craft cannabis, the importance of talking about if it's an indica or sativa strain and what kind it is. Talk to me why you want a different distinction with this. Okay. And, and I'll start out. Um, so, so for us as a laboratory, um, you know, certainly our test results are used for a number of purposes to, 
to, to validate cannabis as, as being free from contaminants, um, to measure the active ingredients, and, and, and as well as to, to determine if there's any sort of quantitative measurable um, indicators in, in cannabis that, that can also give you some sort of indication of the quality. And I think early on with cannabis testing, um, obviously one of the first things we started doing is, is measuring the active ingredients in can cannabis and, and, and those are the cannabinoids, but um, and THC is, is, is probably the most well-known cannabinoid with CBD and, and you know, dozens of other ones potentially there. And early on, I think um, the cannabis industry immediately kind of started taking the THC concentration of cannabis to mean that's the quality indicator. So a larger concentration of THC um, seems to mean to a lot of people that, that the cannabis has higher quality. And, and we really wanted to, as a laboratory, shift that, that discussion because what we believe is that, that the THC, overall THC concentration, while it's important to know as, as someone consuming something with an active ingredient that, that has the potential to be intoxicating, that you know, with, with inhalable products, the THC concentration you know, represents or, or is an indicator of quality much less so than the essential oils of cannabis, which are the terpenes. And the well, terpenes I want to take that point, Josh. I want to take from a press release that was talking about this and just quote you on it and get a little more context from that. Quote, the problem is that there is little standardization when it comes to defining and determining terpenes. Many of the largest flower and concentrate brands are promoting terpene content in a less than ideal manner, and that cultivators processors, retailers, or consumers could benefit from greater standardization. So do you feel like this is something that would be better in terms of a compliance model, that there's a better redefinition? I, I think, yeah, and I think there's just a better redefinition of, of, of what quality means in cannabis. And, 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 and for, you know, I guess the best analogy is, is, is if you were, you know, a wine connoisseur, you're not picking your wine because of its alcohol concentration, you're picking it because of its flavor, its aroma, the bouquet. And in can cannabis, that means the terpene concentration and as well as which terpenes are present in that cannabis. Now, Alec, I want to ask you in the same vein, you also in a, in a similar press release from this past February talking about phytofacts, indica and sativa are outdated and now obsolete terms when attempting to describe the effect of cannabis strains. They are instead morphological terms that are primarily describing plants growth trait. The time has come that we as a community take a more educated and sophisticated approach towards understanding the range of what cannabis has to offer through establishing more appropriate markers for quality predicting effects through chemical composition. So take me through the thought process of what are the terms we need to have? What What's a better understanding that we should have? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, indica and sativa, these words have been the, the words historically that culture has used to try to correlate with how the range of different effects that cannabis provides, you know, but whenever you actually look at the cannabis genome and the plant, you know, it's been so um, hybridized and, and bred um, over the years to create these really high THC strains that, you know, essentially you know, kind of the, the, the uh, it's left these words meaningless, you know, and, 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 you know, kind of the right now, the way indica and sativa can be appropriately used, um, like you were just describing in that press release is, you know, to describe growth traits, you know, if a plant's short and squatty and short flowering time, um, you know, indica still fits, um, or sativa for tall, thin, you know, stretchy, um, you know, uh, uh, narrow leaf, you know, those types of terms can still be used if you're using the word indica or sativa, but buck stops there, you know, um, beyond describing the way that a plant grows. You know, if you actually want to, you know, get into the, 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 the reasoning or the chemistry behind why a strain makes 
somebody feel focused or relaxed and sedated, you know, really you, you need to kind of dive deeper into the chemistry of the plant, the phytochemistry. And that's kind of where the great scientist, um, both uh, Raphael Meshulam, who's who defined the word entourage effect, and then, um, you know, who's the great scientist that, you know, kind of discovered the THC molecule in Israel. And then further, um, the entourage effect was, was developed by the scientist Ethan Russo, um, who um, kind of wrote a paper in the British Journal of Pharmacology called Taming THC um, many years ago now. But in this paper, Taming THC, he really kind of got, dives into how, you know, it's the unique um, chemical makeup of the strain, you know, being cannabinoids, terpenes, and other trace compounds that are actually going to, you know, kind of dictate whether a strain makes you feel in the range of focused or energized or inspired or calm, um, calm, calming, uh, comforting, or relaxing. And so, so, so basically, um, a few years back, um, you know, at SC Labs, we, you know, we, we wanted to kind of really dive into this, this concept, you know, of, okay, Indican Steven no longer really fits. Um, what does it look like with the chemistry? And so essentially we started um, aggregating our historic data set of over about 200,000 terpene tests, terpene and cannabinoid tests that we've performed at SC Labs since about 2013, primarily in California on California cannabis and hemp, but also um, up in Oregon, where we also have a, a lab that we operate for the last five years. So we have a limited amount of data from uh, cannabis and hemp up in Oregon. But overall, we you know have, have uh, aggregated over a couple hundred thousand terpene uh, cannabinoid tests on cannabis. And so we started working with some data scientists, bioinformaticists, um, to help us to cluster the data to see how everything kind of sorts out by primary terpene content. And really what we came to kind of discover is that you know of the thousands or hundreds hundreds of thousands of strain names you know everything we've ever tested essentially you know very very organizedly kind of sorts into what we see as about one of you know about five to six primary smells by prime the primary terpene the primary combination of terpenes um and then each primary smell has like two to three sub smells or subgroups but overall we see really about 12 to 14 archetypal profiles that really define cannabis in everything we've ever tested. And so from there, it kind of really gives us a roadmap to help understand this plant uh, in a much deeper level and meaningful level to, to kind of approach, you know, individualized effects and individualized medicine, you know, and so, so, right. you know, with phytofacts and with this terpene classification system, you know, it's um, the launch of this is, is, is a, in our way, it's, a, it's, it's, we're, we're trying to help make an impact and helping to reframe the conversation that THC isn't the primary thing to define quality. And in fact, you know, you could have a strain that's 30% THC with no terpene content, being that it was dried and cured poorly and it smells like hay. You know, whether, it doesn't matter if the terpene in there was originally a, a, a more stimulating terpene or a more sedating terpene, because, you know, in this instance, you know, 30% THC, say 0.2% terpene, that's like a 90 to 1 cannabinoid to terpene ratio. So there's really not going to be a whole lot of suggested entourage effect there. Whenever a consumer consumes that strain, albeit it's high in THC, it's going to be a very bland kind of THC-driven effect. Now, I want to you just know, jump into one thing because oh, yeah, we're going to wrap things up here. Uh, so Jeff Gray, co-founder, CEO of SE Labs, uh, who I spoke with on Bunt Business, mentioned how this, this the report's going to help to be intuitive and help bud tenders and consumers identify the right strain. What I wanted to find out is, at the end of the day, what – are the words what are the what how's the grading going to be now for the quality of cannabis when we're not using indica or sativa as those terms what are the terms that replace them and, and i could really quick answer that too um 
you know, and then I'll wrap it and kind of sure. let you progress to Josh. And um, so, so, so yeah, essentially, you know, in the future, I believe, um, you know, there'll be much more of a, of an appreciation for the cannabinoid to terpene ratio, you know, and that's kind of what I was just getting into, like, you know, cause in this current market in this current space, you know, kind of, you could have a strain that tests 15% THC, which doesn't really get a whole lot of respect or appreciation in this consumer, you know, regulated licensed uh, recreational market. But, you know, cannabis, if it was, if that batch of cannabis, that was 15%, if it was, you know, harvested immaculately, dried, cured, and preserved, you know, immaculately, there could be up to three to five and a half percent terpene content in the flower. Whereas everything we see, you know, on average across all our testing is about one and a half percent. And so, so in an instance where you have something that uh, a strain that tested say 5% terpene content relative to 15% cannabinoids, that's a three to one cannabinoid to terpene ratio. So if, if the terpene in there was myrcene, which is uh, what, what you could consider quote unquote indica type terpene, you know, like the indica type terpenes would be that, that are relaxing, sedating, comforting, that, that would be really myrcene and beta carophylline. And so if you had a strain that was 5% myrcene relative to 15% THC, you know, that's a three to one cannabinoid to terpene ratio. So the influence of the entourage effect is going to be that much more pronounced. Mm -hmm. And so, so for one, it's the relationship between the cannabinoids and terpenes and how much terpenes have been preserved. That's going to influence whether strain makes you feel, you know, in this nuanced way, you know, a more, you know, kind of relaxing or comforting or even calming, um, focusing, inspiring or energizing so those are the kind that's the kind of range of effect that somebody could experience if they came to understand and appreciate a little bit more about what the primary terpenes are in the strains that they choose um and so so really i think it's about honoring you know the re the presence and preservation of terpene relative to cannabinoid in a strain and then appreciating what the terpene is in the strain because from when from the data when we sorted it all we can we came to learn that you know, you, you can really from this data start to see what defines overabundant versus ra rarity in, in the cannabis profile. You know, so so something like myrcene, uh, myrcene dominant strains are about 43% of all the data that we've ever tested. Whereas uh, a strain that's dominant in awesomine, which is this low key floral terpene that's found in the, in the plant of lavender, you know, if a strain's dominant in awesomine, you know, that's, that, that, don't, that represents about 1% of the data. So, so I think the and so to kind of wrap it up in in in, in my my long explanation here, it's you know if one it's it's taking into appreciation and consideration how much terpene content has been preserved, and what that terpene content presence is relative to cannabinoid because that's going to dictate how much of an of a unique experience somebody's going to feel that in the future I feel like is will be defining you know kind of premium type herb, um, but then beyond that it's to to become more familiarized and 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 versed in what terpene it is that best suits you because you know as cannabis consumers we're all different and our olfactory nerve and our olfactory senses you know what smells good to me might not to you and so really i think the future in the consumer experience is helping to empower and educate you know the consumer in helping to you know uh, sharpen their olfactory not understanding of the range of smell that is in cannabis so that they can most uh, properly find and uh, the strains that m might suit their needs. Well, let's talk about what, how you're going to actually give a great showcase on what Phytofex is going to be able to do and getting it, getting the this in front of a big audience, what you're going to be doing next year with the California State Fair in 2022. They'll be having a competition open to all licensed cannabis cultivators in the state, judging the finest flower in California. So 
pretty big event from what I see, and it's going to be the return of the California State Fair after a two-and-a-half-year hiatus from COVID-19. What's important about this story, why I bring it up here, is that according to a report from Gondrepreneur, the competition will be scored through science-based analysis performed and certified by SC Labs, providing entrants with the required certificates of analysis, as well as a Phytofax chemometric report identifying the unique compounds of the submission to determine the award winners. Talk to me about this new association and what you hope to and really it doesn't sound like a, where am i coming from where final facts is going to get the chance to be shown in this awards competition uh to show the benefit of how you had this comprehensive report that's much more than what you get from uh what you might have gotten previously yeah absolutely and so and, and you asked about phyto facts and really quickly phyto facts is 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 is, is, is as you know as we've been kind of alluding to is 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 a is a really great reporting format to sort of simplify and express all of the information that we've been conveying um, to, to our customers who get who you know who have their cannabis tested and, and, and sort of allow a layperson to you know visually and, and, and kind of you know really quickly identify what are the terpene components of their cannabis, what are the cannabinoid components, how do they relate to each other. Alec was talking a lot about the ratios and all of that is clearly displayed on here, and then also maybe even predict um, some of those entourage effects based on literature references on the individual terpenes, how those, how those you know, um, effects that are known for some of these individual terpenes, for instance, like myrcene is a sedative. So, so if, if, if a cannabis strain has a lot of myrcene, um, the Phytofacts report would suggest that the suggested organoleptic effects of, of a high, high amount of myrcene may be that this cannabis is more sedative than other strains. And so it's sort of a, 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 you know, a, you know, encompasses all of these metrics into a really easily digestible kind of one page format. And, 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 and we actually imported the, the visual part of this and, and, and licensed it from a company named Napro, who we've been working very closely with together to, to uh, um, you know, to, to sort of um, understand terpenes, collect data. And so we're using sort of their visualization tool with our data to, to really give our customers sort of a, a much more actionable um, lab report. And, and with the state fair, we're really excited is the state fair, um, you know, is, is allowing cannabis for this year. And, 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 you know, we've been doing this for a long time and, and sort of this, this falls under one of those things, one of those, um, I never thought I would see this moment um, moments and, and the cannabis is, uh, cannabis is going to be judged in the state fair along with everything else. And, and what, um, what, what our testing is going to allow is, is for the cannabis to be sorted, like, like Alco was talking. So, so the entries into the state fair will be sorted based on their dominant terpene profile. So which terpenes are, which terpene is there in the largest amounts. And then within each of those categories, we're going to, um, will be the, 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 the cannabis will be graded based on the analytical testing and, and basically those, those quantitative markers within the cannabis, um, and, and its constituents. And so, um, you know, the, 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 the state fair will have entries over the course of, of, of a fairly long period of time. We'll be testing those entries once they're submitted. We'll be returning the, the terpene and the cannabinoid results to, uh, to the state fair. And then based on, based on those results, the state will, will be, you know, grading those, grading those entries on, on their actual chemical constituents rather than sort of, um, you know, the traditional way that, that a lot of these cups are, are, are done with, 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 you know, human grading. And, and I think um, what that gives, gives kind of the entries is, is a really unbiased approach to, to, to judging. And, and, and certainly we're not discounting the, the organoleptic or, or, or the, the, the human element in, in, in cannabis, but at the same time, it's really cool to see an, an event like this, um, you know, putting, 
putting so much emphasis on the laboratory test results and in actual the the actual constituents of the cannabis rather than sort of just this uh um you know kind of uh i guess qualitative only um judging where we're now the the results are, are going to be both qualitative and quantitative and so um you know we're really excited about this we're really excited to see you know such a such a you know kind of high profile event using using you know metrics and in in, in, in quantitative um, measurements rather than than the qualitative measurements to, to, to do this judging. So we're really excited about what's going to happen. We're excited that cannabis in the state fair in general, and we're really excited that we're going to play a large role in it. And then yes, each of the entries will receive their results in in a phytofax format. I, 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 the the general public will be able to, to see the phytofax report for each of these entries and sort of see for themselves the the actual chemical differences of of all the entries and and see why. One entry was was judged to be you know um, you know a, a higher quality than the other based on those quantitative indicators. Right. Well, anyway, we're going to leave it there. Thank you, gentlemen, for being on with me here on Grassroots Market and our MJ BizCon coverage. Again, I've been joined with Josh Worser, Alec Dixon, uh, President and Director of Client Relations, respectively, at SC Labs. The website is SC is in Science of Cannabis, sclabs.com. Make sure to check that out. And also, as people go to the website, let's just take 30 seconds to let people know what they can go and find on the website, where you want to direct people to. Yeah, sclabs.com, that's, that's perfect. Um, what they can find on the website is a bunch of information about cannabis, cannabis analysis, what we do. If, if you are you know, a potential customer, you can certainly contact us to, to set up testing. And then if you are a customer also at sclabs.com, all of your test results are there as well. So all of, all of these phytofacts, all of your test reports are all, all there in a really, really handy portal for you to log in anytime and, and have it all in one place and export your data with multiple different formats and stuff like that. So we really try to make our website kind of a full featured website for both, um, you know, the general public as well as our customers. All right. Fantastic. Thank you, gentlemen. Really appreciate you joining us. And uh, please keep us posted on any new announcements. Will do. Thank you for having us. Thank you very much. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast, republication, or retransmission of this program without proper consent is prohibited. The new Super Beats Heart Chews Advanced is now supercharged with CoQ10. Support your healthy CoQ10 levels and blood pressure with two chews a day. Visit RadioBeatsBeets.com and save 15% with promo code DEAL. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.